Welcome to the fucking show. Alright, this is day 127 of saying fuck Duke Mayo with my fucking, both my middle fingers up, bitches. Is it, fuck you. Is it day 127? I thought I this was no 128. Idea. I just wanted it to sound exact. I might have missed a day of hating Duke Mayo, yeah, which is not acceptable, so I'll have to hate them twice as fucking hard tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for 365 days of fuck you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Wait till, wait till the next leap year. I'm gonna hate you for 366. Yeah, if you days. think if you thought this year was bad, wait until next this year. This has become just a strictly Duke Mayo hating podcast. As it should be. It's our only purpose. I've uh, successfully that's in. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I have successfully convinced three friends to never eat Duke's Mayo ever again. Yeah. So <laughs> more will be coming, Dukes. Yep, we're Italian. We're Italian. We might be coming small right now, but we are coming quick. We're coming so quick. <laughs> That's what Mayo boys do. That's what we do, baby. All right, and we're back. You didn't know we went anywhere, but we're back. Yeah, we hadn't even started yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, um, Kentucky and LSU are playing right now. We got headband Oscar going, which... Uh, he's doing great, but the team is looking awfully good. It's a little right struggle now. out there for us. Yeah. They're really bogging us down there in that well, swamp. Well, who would have thought when your two best ball handlers get hurt that you would struggle? Yeah. Turns out you need people that can dribble. Yeah, in a game that involves dribbling. This oh, is your Wednesday night Mayo Boys special. Yeah, uh, the the half the half week special. That's what, what we call it, the half week. That's what we're calling it. Half Half of the week is gone. So it's the half week special. Another rebound. Headband Oscar. Headband Oscar or Hoodie Mello? What do you guys think? I got asked uh, the question earlier. I'm saying in anything outside Oscar. of basketball, it's definitely Headband Oscar. Oscar I, I mean, I'm not betting against Oscar on anything, yeah, if we're being true. honest. Like, this, that's an absolute <laughs> foul. Jesus this, Christ. I mean, this man, if he wants a rebound, he gets it. Like,. Yeah, I also have a feeling if he wants your life, he's just going to take it. Yeah. I, no, I mean, he doesn't even have to take it. I would gladly <laughs> hand it over before I don't any want the, I don't want the smoke. It's yours. You can have it. I'm, I'm checked out. This anyway. is me ordering no smoke, sir. Yeah. <laughs> extra clear air. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, all right, we should probably stop getting distracted and get started on this. Yeah, this is the Mayo Boys doing it live. Yeah, this is we're getting really good at not planning any of this. Shit. Oh yeah, we just kind of <laughs> we're, we're just going for it. We're really just going yep. with the the Bill O'Reilly "fuck it, we'll do it live" approach. Yep. All right. Well, having said that, we do have some topics that we're going to cover, uh, whether good or poorly. So, what should we talk about first? I want to talk. I can, actually, I know I want to talk about. Juwan Howard mushing. Oh yeah, well, that has that needs to be addressed. That has to, that has to be. Addressed. Anytime two grown men that aren't players get in a fight during an athletic event, it's always it's always a thing. And it's it's not like it's just an athletic event. It's televised, like the Division One college basketball game. Well, it was on. I'm, I'm assuming it was on one of the ESPNs because oh, it was Michigan and uh, Wisconsin. Like. I mean, granted, Michigan's not having the best year. What a move. That was a hell of a move. Not having the best year, but it's still, I mean, that's a premier D1 program against a premier D1 program. Like, just think of, I mean, in all of, I know me and you never really rose to the the level of D1 college athlete here, but can you imagine, like, what had to go down 
in order for there to become a fight in the handshake line after the game. Well, it's usually like, especially between coaches. Coaches are always the ones that try to break up fights during the right. handshake line. And it's, it's like it didn't make a lot of sense because, I mean, I watched the press conference and I watched like his explanation of it. This is very distracting. Anyway, it is very distracting. I watched his uh, his explanation of it, and apparently it was. I mean, because Michigan was getting busted, they yeah. were losing by like twenty five, something like that. And Wisconsin called a timeout, maybe to like yeah, it was a timeout late at a time. Like they were up by like fourteen or fifteen, right? Like yeah, fifteen seconds exactly. And I don't know if it was to get subs in or what. I don't know what. I didn't actually watch that part of it, but apparently he was offended, saying, "You know, you've already won the game. Why are we calling a strategic timeout?" Quote unquote, which. I understand that, but that still doesn't justify fisticuffs. I so, want to know what happened before that. Right. Because that feels like payback for something that happened before, calling that timeout when you're already – because that's some shit that I do when I play 2K, when I'm feeling particularly petty. Yeah. And you know me. I'll always side on like the side of pettiness. So yeah. I need to know if this is the case. Like if somebody – this happened the other day. I was playing somebody online in 2K, and I was losing by like 12 points – and I had the ball with like 20 seconds left, and I'm just standing at the top of the key, dribbling it out, trying to get the game over with. And so he runs up and like steals the ball from me and runs down and like dunks it. And so when I got the ball, I dribbled it up to court and I dribbled it around until there was one second left. And then I called a timeout and, then and then let, let the entire clock ran out on the timeout. And then when we came back from the timeout, I paused the game and used up my entire two and a half minutes of pause time. I'm like, was that was that two points worth it for you for to waste eight minutes of your life? Right. I'm all day. I'm off today. See, <laughs> I've got the time today. I do have the time today. Well, that's the crazy thing is like that's that's a bold move to do when you're playing like like my team or something like that because those timeouts take fucking forever. And the yeah. worst thing two uh, K did was last year they were only like a minute. Minute and a half. Now they're like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like and why? People, why did we need more time? And people abuse that too. Yeah, that's come on, man. People abuse the shit out of that. Oh yeah, like you hear somebody like arguing with their girlfriend on there when you're playing yeah. somebody online, and all of a sudden they call a timeout and they're using the whole two minutes. Like you know what's happening. Like, like they're, bro, they're not using this for strategic yeah. purposes for the game. Yeah, like, leave this off the court. <laughs> Tell her to wait until the game yeah. is over, my man. My favorite thing is when you're playing a uh, uh, like a rec game, like with all your boys, and you have like. You're playing the other team, and you know the other team is just fighting. Yeah, like within themselves, and oh. you just like like one dude on the team that hasn't got the ball in a while will get it, and they'll call a timeout yeah. to get it out of his hands. It's like, what do you think that guy said? It's perfect. Or what right. is going on in that other team that they won't let him have? I want to hear their combos. Yeah, that's yeah. That's you should have the option to like re-listen to like the other team's game chat after the game is over. Yeah, well, that's 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 what's fun about the park is the park you can just listen to hear all the dog shit that yeah. they're talking about them and their teammates. And you probably. It's the most toxic online environment ever. It has definitely surpassed like mid 2000s Call of Duty lobbies. Like, it is absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say surpassed, but as far as like the absolute aggressiveness on there, I think is is mad. The thing about 2K is like, like basketball is a sports game. So, like, when people were, like, toxic in Call of Duty, you're still playing, like, 1v1v1v1, and, like, basically all they're doing is just yelling racial slurs at you. Yeah, pretty much. Which is not cool, but in 2K, like, if somebody on your team is toxic like that, they can fuck up the whole game for That everybody. is very true, yeah. Like, nobody's having and fun. And they absolutely do. Yeah. They will do it all fucking <laughs> They do it all the time. Yeah. Defensive, offensive, three-second in the keys. Yeah. All straight asshole moves. Yeah. <laughs> 
But oh, it brings man. me back to Jawan Howard right. pushing this man's face in. Like, handshake line is usually the most cordial place in the world, unless, like, back in, like, rec league and, like, early competitive ball, you'd always get, like, the one dude on the other team with anger issues who would, yeah. like, high-five you hard as fuck in the yeah. handshake line because he was mad. And, and you're, you're like, like mm, should I address that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what Jawan Howard was just trying to walk past him, and the guy grabbed him. So, like, at some point, I have to agree with him that, like, you don't put your hands on me for no reason like that. Right. It's what I'm assuming happened is it came to the handshake line. Juwan Howard said some stuff, and then the assistant coach said some stuff aggressively back. Yeah. And then it just absolutely escalated from yeah. there. He's like, all right, like, let's just do this. And at the, at the <laughs> like, same time, this. like, and I want to be on Jawan Howard's side in this too, but this isn't the first time this has happened. Like, he's had another previous instant of yelling at another team's, like, assistant coaches, like, after a game. And it's well, like... He's just a hothead, He's just a hothead, man. Like, hothead, man. Yeah. It's, it's like, if you... I mean, you love him if he's fighting for you, but, like, he's going to be really annoying for all the people they're playing against. Yeah, but also, like, now he's got a five-game suspension for the rest of the regular season. I'm... Brandon, I don't think Michigan had a chance at the tournament. But yeah, they were like on the outside looking in already. Yeah, and like it's yeah for exactly from from a team that's struggling that should be good. You're already probably upsetting, you know, your your AD, your college, oh, yeah. like your you're sports gonna, department. Have a lot don't of phone calls. don't start a fight, like, and give them more reason to possibly get rid of you. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's. I don't know. It is what it is. I kind of wish the fight would have been better. Because, uh, like, what was it, like, one face mush and then, like, the entire team just the went at each other? gathered around them, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think if, if it was if it was a fight you were looking for, it would not have lasted long. I don't know if you saw the coach that he Oh, he would have got absolutely molly Yeah, like, it looks like, like a, a drag CPA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Juwan Howard's 6'10". What if it was, like... What if it was the team's like athletic, like like the, the trainer, team doctor, oh, yeah, like team trainer? Like he didn't even know. He's just like yelling at the first person he sees. He's like, "What the fuck did He's I do?" He's a big man? booster that just got the chance to like yeah. be in the post game handshake yeah, he, line. He, he paid extra for a for a corset seat. Yeah, just got yeah. in the handshake line. Oh man! So yeah, uh, I don't know. They were on very different. Uh, what I'm trying to say is they were on very different. Uh, see, different sides of the coach fightability. fightability oh, absolutely, scale. absolutely. Uh, but I do. I do like Jawan Howard, so I hope I hope at some point he reigns that anger in a little bit. Oh yeah, which <laughs> is because uh, I would hate to see him end someone's life. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's for his sake. Um, so yeah. So speaking of fighting coaches, you want to just hop into it since you we kind of segued. Who do we want to fight? Who do you want to fight? Yeah, we're, that's that's what. We're, so I guess you can break who do we want to fight into two different categories. Right. Like, who do I want to fight, and who do I think I can beat up? Yes, those are two good ones. Those are two very different things. Yeah. Because, like, um, I would really like to fight Bruce Pearl, but I think he might kick my ass. Oh, dude, Bruce Pearl, I guarantee you, I has, think he has might been kick in my ass. a lot of fights. Like, yeah. He definitely strikes me as that person who, like, he had a rougher upbringing where he yeah. definitely threw hands, and then he got an opportunity, and he was like, let's chill out. Right. But, like, you, de- you know he's he's got that one more bout it, bout it in the tank. Right. Like, just I will say I'm afraid of any, like, 50-year-older man who, like, consistently takes their shirt off a lot. That's <laughs> true. Like, yeah. like, those men terrify me. It's, like, a, I don't... <laughs> it's a seasoned brawler. Yeah, like, exactly. He already knows that, like, I'm more fluid like, without I'm, this thing I'm on. Ready, I'm ready for whatever yeah. at all times. Yes, he has a... He's, he's way too quick at ripping just it one off. one of those, like, like oh, people okay. that are just built like a bourbon barrel. Yeah, like, yeah. Him, him, and, him and, like... 
Edo have a similar like exactly. demeanor and build. Even though Ed I Edo I know yeah. was a strength and conditioning coach. You could give so. me two of my friends to fight with me, and I'm still not going to fight Edo. No, fuck no. Because no. Edo Edo will not only beat your ass, but he'll do some horrible stuff to your body after he like knock you unconscious. Yeah, like, he's 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 got that Bayou. It's like he's wrestled a gator or two for sure and won. Yeah, every time he's got him mounted on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so pers- like. Bruce Pearl, I would want to fight him, but I'm not going to put him on the list. A person that I can beat up is Tom Cream. Dude, fuck that guy. That, I, that dork. I will break his glasses. It was so funny. Whenever you whenever you brought this topic up, I was... Because we, we were texting about it, and he said, we're going to do a who-do-you-want-to-fight-coaches segment. And I was literally typing Tom Crean when you texted it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I literally had T.O. out when the text came through because I don't know... First of all, he was Indiana's head coach for almost the entire tenure of me watching early college hoops. Yeah. And I hate Indiana. I hate just about everything about it. We all do. Uh, yeah, it, it, you do. It's like a barren if you, wasteland. If, if you don't, you're lying. I'm full sorry. of methamphetamines and windmills. Yep, and yeah. And so, yeah, and a bunch of churches. They have a bunch of churches up there. So <laughs> I mean, we can't, we, can't, we can't really. We live in Kentucky. That's true. But, There's a lot of places in Kentucky where the church is the biggest building in town. That's very true. Anyway, so, but also Tom Crane, the way he looks, like, oh, the most punchable face. It's it's so smug, but also like he looks like an old baby that yeah. like that's never stopped crying. Yeah, like that's exactly what he looks like. He and looks- he kisses his son on the lips, which I guess whatever, that's cool. But like, that's just weird. He looks like the kid you would know in school that like. Would threaten to like tell the teacher about everything. Oh, he was the hall monitor. Yes, in school, exactly. For sure. Yeah, absolutely the hall monitor. He had the fucking fluorescent ass vest. Well, the fluorescent. Oh, did you all have a vest? We had like a sash. It was I like one of the, it was like a Miss Universe sash that just said sash. like safety officer and on it. It was bright as shit, and everybody made fun of her. It's like yeah, it's because first of all, I'm gonna make fun of you for it because you're fucking ten. They're not gonna give you any real responsibility. <laughs> What are you gonna do? You're just like they just put a big sign on you that says "I'm a snitch." Yeah. Like that's all they did. Yeah, and it's like the way ours worked. It was like they're not gonna let you get out of class for an extended amount of time, so no. you literally just put it on like between class periods. Yeah. So it's like you're just ushering people to class. Yeah, basically. it's like you can be the hall monitor for like the 20 minutes while you wait for your bus to get here to right, take exactly. you home. You're you're fucking traffic police for an elementary. School. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's. That it gives me similar vibes as like what Harry Potter or something like, like the head boy of yeah. like an academy or something. Ooh, <laughs> look at ooh, him. shit! Look, look up, guys. The head boys <laughs> this, here. This is a voted position. <laughs> it is yeah. not. It never is. No, Tom Crane is definitely the fucking prefect, head boy, hall monitor of college hoops. Let's God, see what other pros like. No, no, no. have to be pro sports. What other coaches can we beat up? I think. Um, who are we wiping the floor with? Oh, I got one. Um, fucking Billy Gillespie. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'll beat the shit out of him. He's fucking hammered, though. Yeah, so like, not only am I certain I could whoop his ass, but I would enjoy every second of it because he made a mockery of Kentucky basketball. Right, you know he's coaching D1 again. Good for him. Yeah. Good for that program. I bet they're I bet they're getting a great guy. They were. <laughs> he, he coaches at a, it's Tarleton State. It's a team that was D2 that just moved up to D1 like this two years That's ago. That's about the only thing, the only way he could do that. Yeah. But, I mean, to, to have such a fall from grace, like, you don't take over Kentucky basketball program and do what you did. Like, it's one thing to suck, but it's another to, like, just be an absolute, completely, publicly 
open alcoholic. Yes. And still coach debatably one of like the best college basketball program in the Absolutely. history. Absolutely. Yeah. The, like the thing what I remember are you thinking? the thing I remember most about Billy Gillespie's time at UK is him getting chased around by that reporter like on the day he got fired whenever he was like leaving the building like and a reporter was like physically like running after him like as he was running away. <laughs> and while Billy Gillespie's like pretending to be on the phone it was just like a surreal scene to watch. Like, <laughs> does that even have his phone up? Yeah, it's like he just got his fingers like this. And like, there was the shit. I think there was some shit that happened at Texas Tech too. Like, where they were trying to fire him, and he would just like went off the grid for like three days. Like, he knew they were trying to fire him, and he's like, "Well, they can't fire me if they can't find me." <laughs> it's just like, and it's and it's just so bad because it's such an alcoholic idea, right? And it's, <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's nuts. like the fact that like that worked for yeah. that long because he fucking he got hired. Yeah, Kentucky hired him. Yeah, he was the head coach at another like power five school, it was Texas A&M. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, that was because he had he, he had who was that one player he had? It was the point guard. AC Law. Like, yeah, AC Law. He was like a like a Derrick Rose team. Kyle, Yeah, like like that was the only reason that team had any clout at all. Right. And that he got hired off of that. I don't know. That was Kentucky's worst decision ever. I think. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, every other coach that we've had has been good other yeah, than him. Right. <laughs> like, can't, can't be the one outlier. Yeah, we went from – it was eight off rep. We went to Joe B. Hall yeah. National Championship. And then Eddie Sutton, who got yeah. us on probation but still won a lot of games. Right. And then Patino, Patino Tubby and Smith. Tubby, yeah. And then Gillespie. Gillespie and then John Calipari. It's just such a blackout, like, what was it, two was and a like, half, three years? Yeah. Was it even that long? Yeah, that was our hoe phase. Yeah. <laughs> We were just wilding out for two years. We took the ring off. We just got divorced. We're out here trying to slam. Yeah, we were with Toby for a while, and things got stale. And yeah. We decided to go out on our own. Well, we had just yeah, like you said, so many long line of like top tier coaching that it's like let's take a chance. We met, met Billy Gillespie on Tinder. Let's take a chance. <laughs> this guy's got fun ideas. <laughs> Hooked up in a barn outside of the Denny's. Right. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um. Anybody else you got? I have less that miles. I, I told here. you, like in any less miles. Just because I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of how he's ever carried himself, and I really liked his face. I also kind of put him in like the Ed O category or the Bruce Pearl category. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, kind of he's got that tough dexterity where it's like I might not be able to whoop your ass. Like most football coaches have that look where you're like, even if they look kind of like scrawny, like you're like, but are like are you? Yeah, can you like, fight? Like, but did can you play? Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I was telling you before. I was like, mark off any NFL coach that used to be a former like NFL player, right? But like, I could maybe fuck up like Matt Lafleur, like yeah, shot, like, like I, I could have a chance. Like if he's I definitely I, on the slimmer side of things. if I trained for a couple months, like I could maybe take Sean McVay. He seems like a small guy. Uh, Sean McVay's fucking stacked. He's jacked, he's but stacked <laughs> shit. I wouldn't touch Sean McVay. That's all right. Low man does win. Yeah. Um. Who? No. Who's the? Uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy. The. Uh, the. The guy that the Dolphins just hired. Yes, that guy. The guy that looks like Logic. Bro, he looks, yeah, he looks like he says sarcastic shit every time he talks. Yeah. Like, 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 if you just say something, like, off the, like, just completely random, he's off the cuff sarcastic. Every time it's like, that wasn't necessary at all, but he's just like, every time. Yep. I feel like I could could stuff him into a locker. Oh, for sure. But then he would find a way out. Like, he looks like a very resourceful guy. He's crafty. Oh man! Oh, I'll tell you what we can talk about. What? Um, while we're kind of thinking about it, unless you got anybody else you want to add to this list? No, I think I've pretty much whooped everybody's ass that can I can we, at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> can we talk about 
the fucking stupidest name to ever grace an NFL team. The fucking uh, the Washington commanders. Oh, the commanders, yeah. Have you seen their? I, I think I showed you, you showed what, the what video. Their fight fight song or whatever it is. The we are commanders. <laughs> bumping up, bump, 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 bump. There's like six people outside the stadium, and I guess like the head of the fan or, or the the cheering section or fan section, whatever it is. Is out there. I'm assuming he got paid money to promote it because he probably has pull with the. I fans. hope so. Like, I hope, I so hope you didn't do that for free on your Tuesday but, afternoon. Yeah, he's just sitting there, and then like it's so awkwardly quiet because it's getting filmed like third person. Yeah, because he's filming it himself, selfie style, and then somebody else's. I'm assuming what happened is one of the social media coordinators or some passerby looked at this sorry group of people and was like, this is gold right here. Like, I'm not passing this up. Exactly. And we're just, like, filming them from a distance. And then they went with the We Are Farmers thing. The GM like, sitting up in his office, like, who the fuck are those, like, eight people down there? Yeah. And, like, they're standing behind, like, barriers, too. Like, there's yeah. some big crowd. Yeah, <laughs> there's, like, seven people. There's, like, yeah, yeah, we paid that guy, like, 20K to come up with that. It was, like, we, did, we paid him 20K to copyright The stuff. best part was that they planned this shit for, like, two years. Like, first of all, they should have never changed it. Like, Washington football team. Awesome. I, I love I've it. I've been saying that to everybody. It's like, it's so unique. Yeah, I love and, it. And it's good. Yeah, leave it that. And first of all, and then you plan like this drop. Like this had to have been like, imagine everything that goes into changing an NFL team's oh name. God. Like all the planning for the drop, like merchandise, all that stuff. Planning it for months and years. And then their like shit gets spoiled the night before their big drop. Because somebody literally just flew a drone over their fucking like football stadium and saw all the Washington commander yeah. shit on the inside. And they're like, yeah, it's the commanders. And they're got to be like, fuck. It's like, <laughs> like they changed all the branding on like the inside and then forgot to turn the lights. On. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's flying over. It's like, that's like commanders. Yeah. What, who are the commanders? What the fuck is that? Is that a new college team? Yeah. Oh man. No, it's just, I, I don't, I, it, it sucks. It doesn't really suck. Cause I'm an Eagles fan. So I'm certain that we don't have to worry about, whatever team name in Washington is literally probably for the next 20 years because they're the, in my opinion, the worst run organization. I like Ron Rivera, which sucks. Cause like, I don't think he's ever going to have success in Washington. Yeah. But I, I just also, as a Philly fan, I know we don't have to worry about them. So I'm, I'm all right with it. So. Yeah. Needless to say, I don't think you're going to have to worry about them commanding the NFC East anytime soon. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get to hear that, but I will hear that on playback. <laughs> and I'm assuming that that's was, the best part about this is because that we don't have headphones hooked up, so that he can't hear the sound effects. If I'm, I want to drop any in, until I'm, I'm going to go ahead and apologize because it was probably some corny ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just hit the the <laughs> laugh wildly button. Oh my god! For my incredible joke that I dropped. <laughs> If you, if you didn't think we were vain enough on this podcast, we have three different yeah. versions of laughing. Yeah, I have three different buttons to give my own self applause. And you think you can fucking hurt my feelings? Yeah. We don't need a live. We don't need a live audience. We have buttons. I have all the live audience I need. We have buttons and a volume. Stick. I got I got my buddy here and my cat and my applause buttons. Yeah, That's Zazu, all I need. Zazu can't laugh, so he tells us when to hit the button, and we do it. <laughs> We need to train him how to hit the button. Oh shit! All right, um, all right. Well, kind of piggybacking off NFL, XFL. I guess just NFL. So the NFL and the XFL now have a partnership. Yeah. And they basically said it without saying it that they're going to use the XFL as like their guinea pig league, essentially, and try, out, try out new stuff to see if they like it. Um, I think I'm probably mistaken, but I want to say that. 
the NFL might be already adopting some XFL stuff. Now they're not going to go with the big ones like, um, you know what what they have like. Well, it was like that you could go for like if you get a touchdown, you can go for one from the one yard line. Right. There wasn't extra points. You had to like physically run a play to right. get extra points. Exactly. So I, I don't think they're going to go for the big rule changes, but I can definitely see them adopting the kickoff rule. Yeah, I can definitely I can see, see that. that happening. Just to just because it promotes healthy playing with the one and and for anybody who doesn't know. Basically, both teams start like 10 yards apart, all facing each other. And then once the ball is kicked, they just kind of like try to get past each other. So it allows for more chance of a return with less like slamming into people, like car crash level collisions. Yeah, exactly. So so I do like that because we might actually get kickoffs back. Well, it's smart for the XFL because they, I mean, there's been. This is going to be on iteration three of the XFL at this mm-hmm. point, which last time I don't think it was their fault. Like I think if COVID wouldn't have happened, like that league was going to make it because there was a lot more excitement for that league than any other league that has tried to pop up. Their hype was building so hard, and The Rock had just invested in it. Exactly, like The Rock's not going to invest in in, in, a, in a failing. No, the, the Rock doesn't world. invest in failing things. No, 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 no. Like he's just he's he's a winner. He's going to win. Absolutely. And so yeah, I'm, I was pissed that, that it folded. Yeah, so it was gonna like this is the third iteration of it. I think the best chance for them to survive is for them to position themselves as like a minor league for the NFL. Right, exactly. Don't and try and be like any kind of competitor at all. Yeah, and that was uh, that was the um, that was the thing that that I like now that they're partnering because was it uh, uh, PJ who, who was the the one the Carolina Panthers signed the quarterback. PJ something. Oh, PJ Walker? Walker. I think that's right. Something like if that. If it's not, I'm sorry. But he was the only one out of the XFL. That made it. That made it to the NFL. And I think it was mainly like they didn't sign more players because, well, one, you have a draft, so you're allowed to take any college player. I think they really only really had like four games to go off of. That too, that too but also they're kind of competitors with the NFL. Yeah. They don't go at the same time. But it's also a competitive football league, so they're not. They're, I don't know. I guess they're kind of pro and con from taking the players because it's like, hey, yeah. this guy's putting up numbers. Let's snatch him so he's not drawing eyes at the XFL. But it's also like you don't really want to promote the XFL in any way. True. But now that they have a partnership, like they sign people from like the CFL all the time because exactly. they're not competitors. Yeah. Like nobody from the America is really watching the CFL. Exactly. So, but but I think now they have a partnership. It'll work more in line with the whole MLB farm system type yeah. thing, where it'll be a lot more conducive for you know promotion and stuff like that i don't understand like with all the money that's in football like how that hasn't become a thing already like how do they now have minor league football teams i don't i mean it's i I feel like a lot of it is i don't know i mean because really every other pro sport has a development league of some kind but yeah i guess the nfl just there's such a high number of quality players that come out of college and they only take so many that they really just don't need it. But think of all, like, my point is, think of all the players, like, baseball and basketball. Like, a college player or something who's good in college, not good enough to get drafted, goes overseas or whatever, plays in the G League for four or five years, and then you're like, oh, this guy got a lot better, and now he's playing in the NBA or in baseball, or it's a guy who's not a highly rated prospect that rises through the minor leagues because he's playing well. There's nothing like that in the NFL. If you don't make it in the NFL, like straight out of college, like where are you, what are you supposed to do as a player to like stay in football shape to like one day make a roster? Yeah. I mean, 
there's arena leagues, but they're very poor. Yeah, but and that's like there's no competition there. No, it's there are so um, the, the the arena leagues do have bang. The arena leagues do have quite quite they a hundred. They do of have players. bang energy drink. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> um, I like I've, I've actually worked briefly for you know an arena league, and there were a couple of ex NFL players and high level D one players that just didn't make it or were injured that are still thinking they're going to make yeah. it. So there's always that chance. It is so unlikely that it's going to happen. But I think it also kind of comes down to the longevity of players that, like, you know, the longer a player plays in a minor league, um, as an NFL player, you know, it's an NFL player's ability to perform, unless you're an elite player, kind of goes down every year, depending it's on true, your position. So, but – at the same time, like, would it also not go down at the same rate with you, like, sitting there, like, not playing? Like, just doing, like, workouts? No, I mean, and, and that's very true because there's arguments both ways for it. I, I would love to see one. And the, I, th- I think the XFL will be the first of its kind. I was also seeing that they're thinking about bringing back, was it the AFL or they, something They like just that? had their draft for it, like, right, the last exactly. two days. So it's like, now we're going to have... We went from zero quote-unquote team minor league I, teams to now like two. Now we're going to have two leagues. They tried to hit the nostalgia factor and bring back teams that were like it's the USFL. They're they're trying to bring back, and they brought back like a couple of the the old teams, like the New Jersey Generals and like the New Orleans Breakers. That's the team okay, that like yeah. Herschel Walker signed with, I think. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Well, okay. Picture this. What if and that was a team that Marcus Dupree signed with? Okay. All right. So picture this. What if the XFL and the USFL or the AFL, whatever they're going to call it, they partner, and that becomes the two like a three tiered. It two, becomes the two okay. conferences, like the AFC NFC, and then they just create their new Mayo boys are out here making fucking yeah. moves, dude. <laughs> let's get it done. Another fucking league. Let's get it done. Yeah, that's what I say because that way, that way, you, I mean, you've got the teams. Because yeah. I mean, the XFL have what, like twelve teams, if even. I don't even. I know think, I think they had ten teams, yeah. maybe ten. So then the USFL AFL gets. They have, they have I think the USFL has eight teams. Yeah, then you get another ten, and then you can have another league start up with ten, or you can just add five to each. Yeah. Or, honestly, you could probably do ten, 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 and just have, like, maybe a slightly smaller. That's honestly, league. like, how, like, soccer works in America right now. Like, because we have, like, you have the MLS, and then you have, like, what Louisville City's yeah, in, which uh, is the, the U, like, the U.S. The USL, and then the... There's another one below. There's USL, and there's USL one or two. There's another, yeah, there's another and division, the, and like, below. Something, uh, and they're not something. they're not like technically affiliated, but yeah. they're like they use them as kind of like a minor league system. Oh almost. yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a chance for it to work, and I would love the NFL to get some competition because, I mean, if anybody has, you know, a control over their player and coaches more than anybody, I would say it's the NFL. Yeah, I mean, well, like Lou City was basically started as like a minor league team for the Orlando City MLS team. Technically, what, yeah, because they they started as like as a partner program or like yeah. or like a like a like a, a daughter program. I don't know what the hell they call right. it, but but then they did eventually break ties with it. Um, but they still have a high high connection there. I think they broke um, ties with I don't know who broke ties with who. I think Orlando City broke ties with them, but I don't know why. Well, they broke ties mutually because um for one, they're so far away from each other and two, Lou City wants to go to MLS. Lou City wants to go to MLS. That was the They big should thing. have already been there if we're being but, honest. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, they're phenomenal. I mean, the the, they the women's it. team is already pro, like yeah. pro pro. 
And that's that's awesome. They, they brought up the Cincinnati team that we always fucking mopped every time we played them. Yeah, the problem with that is that team was averaging like 22,000 fans yeah. a, a game, which is like as many as the Bengals average. Yeah. Like, so it was it was really hard to compete there because I actually remember I was working. And they've for, been getting mollywopped in the MLS too yeah. from everything that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, because I was around the Loose City environment as an intern around that time of all that. And my, I was talking to the director of ops and he – I was asking him, I was like, do you think we'll get an MLS bid anytime soon? And he was like, well, he's like, we're competing with Cincinnati and they're doubling our attendance yeah. every game on nights that the Reds and uh, Bengals both play. Yeah. So it was like, it's really hard to compete with. Right. Um, so, yeah, but Cincinnati is just a, a hell of a sports town in general. It like, is. They ride or die in that They're city. a good sports town. They're a very good sports town. Um, so... But, yeah, so, I mean, we're over here reinventing a new football league, so I don't know why. I, I mean, we're, The fact that we don't have jobs yet is just irritating. Like, yeah. Somebody needs to pay us. We've already been the athletic directors at so many schools. Our resumes are impeccable, we've, we've changed, minus the scandals. We've changed all the rules. We just came up with an entire new league in a solid – we're on the 32nd minute of this podcast yeah. right now. So, in a total of – how long – like, if you added up all of our podcast totals, how many hours do you think – on average, we I would say we average an hour. Probably have like ten hours worth of podcast material now out there. We've got about fourteen podcasts or so. We're sitting yeah. on. Well, we're sitting on probably a good twenty hours of podcast. If if we charge ten thousand dollars an hour, and we've so this is what we've done in twenty hours for sports. Imagine what we could do in a forty-hour work week over the course of an entire year. We could change the world. Yeah. For the better. Like those memes where it's like, this is the world if so-and-so had happened, and it's like all futuristic, like jets and shit with like flying cars. It's like, this is what the world would look like if the Mayo boys were in charge of sports. It's just very frustrating that we still don't have faith yet. And I'll tell you um, what will happen if and when we, we get these positions is that the Duke's Mayo company will never be allowed to partner with any sports team ever again. Oh, no, that's going to be in the bylaws, the constitution of all sports. Ever Again, Duke's Mayo Bowl, you're fucking done. And if any other mayonnaise company wants to promote, they have to half price. Ha- half price. They also have to actively shit on Duke's Mayo any chance they get publicly. Win-win situation. Until that company burns to the ground and no longer exists. Yeah. Yep. I would like. Can I make this public announcement on the podcast right now? Any mayonnaise brand that wants this podcast or sponsor this podcast that's not Duke's Mayo. Whatever your price is, just cut it in half. We'll still take it. Yep, absolutely. We will still take it, yep. just despite Duke's Mayo. We'll even give you five podcasts for free. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Just, just We're already basically doing it for free anyway, so we might as well just despite Duke's Mayo. And we'll mail you a shirt. Uh, having said that, I have exciting news on the merchandise front. Oh, I haven't heard this, so this is... After almost nine months of podcasts. <laughs> nine months? It's been, it hasn't been that long. We started in like August. Yeah, it's like... Seven months. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, before a year has happened, uh, shirts are being ordered, and I should have an invoice for them in the next three or four days, and hopefully ship to me within a couple weeks. So we've got enough for all forty of our fans. <laughs> you snatch them. Somebody order them all before my mom buys all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to be like $20 a shirt, which is very manageable. Don't throw a fucking fit. Don't ask me for one for free. You're not getting one. Um, but we still love you. This is the Mayo Boys calling you poor. Yeah. 
Well, we're poor. Yeah, we we're, that money back. Yeah, we're poor. <laughs> and I would easily spend thirty five dollars on this on shirt. Credit card. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, rack yeah. up some debt like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> rack up more debt. <laughs> oh shit. So anyway, well, we have shirts coming soon. Um that's the point yeah. of the story here. Yeah, that's the point of the story. Uh, free. We, we need you guys to go out there and advertise. Yeah. We need that bad. Walking billboards. Yep. That's what you are to us. Nothing else. <laughs> Get out there and put in those miles. Get some eyes on us. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we can cover this real quick. Uh, is there ever going to be baseball ever again? I mean, I certainly hope so. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't think that. It sounds like the owners don't want there to be baseball. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if there's ever stingy owners it's definitely the mlb um, of course they would be those crotchety bastards yeah well when you have when you have max scherzer staring down your face every every meeting yeah how long can that last how long are you going to really hold the line against that psychopath yeah exactly i was like i was like if anybody's going to get a deal get a deal done it's going to be max scherzer because that man first of all he's already shown that he can take a beating Oh, wait, hold on. Jimmy's jet. Jimmy's jet. Okay. Jimmy brought the jet out again. First class, baby. Go, Pause. Cats. Pause. We'll be back. I see you, Bryce Hopkins. I fucking see you, dude. He's out <laughs> here getting buckets. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, when Jimmy's jet comes on the TV, I have to stop and look. Yeah, we also didn't know how long it would be, So, and I, I'm so over-editing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like a single mother, I cook and clean. Yeah. I work 50 hours a week, and I do other things. I don't want to edit for that long. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't know. At this point, I, I really don't care because the Braves haven't signed, re-signed Freddie Freeman yet, and it's looking less and less likely as it go on. And if we don't sign, fuck yeah, is that Bryce again? M one. It is. Wow. He's going off, or he hasn't played in like 10 games. Yeah, like 12 straight points. <laughs> yeah. What a man. I can't see that. Okay, anyway. But, yeah. The I mean, Mayo Boy's poor internet connection is coming back yeah, to haunt them once again. <laughs> we can't see shit on the TV because it's all blurry. Yeah, so I can't... I don't know. If if there's not going to be baseball next year, it is what it is. The Braves are literally coming off a World Series win, so it's I'm riding long, high right now. Yeah, it's just the longer that you're the defending champs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and as of right now... Tyler Matzik is the last person to throw a strikeout in MLB history. So maybe ever, maybe ever at this point, they're going to get uh, they're going to start the Saudi Arabian baseball league, and it's going to be fucking done. <laughs> Hell, they might be doing a Saudi Arabian golf league. Yeah, I know that. Um, they're offering absurd amounts of money to these golfers. Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, they've all. Yeah, but the PGA Tour did the right thing. They shut that shit down quick. Yeah, they were like, if you take that offer, you're fucking done. You can't ever play at a PGA Tour event <laughs> they're ever. Like, they're like, we can't compete with them offering them like forty million dollars. Yeah, so they're like, we're basically going to ice you out from ever being on TV ever yeah. again. Oh man! But in terms of baseball, the thing that upsets me the most is when people see. Okay, first things first, this isn't a strike. This is a lockout by the owners. The owners are the one who lock the players out. Like, the players aren't on strike right now. Like, the owners, oh, yeah. the owners are locking them out to get a new deal. Yeah. And they're playing hardball with the players right now. And people want to get on the players about their, their demands because these players are millionaires. And obviously... But it's not even the millionaires that are fighting, like, for... The top tier players, they're fighting for the little guy. Exactly. The There's thing. that. And also, 
if it's a millionaire and on the opposing end is the person that pays the millionaire salary, like who do you think has more money? Like who do you really want to win that battle? The millionaires right. or the billionaires? Exactly. Yeah. Like I know it's hard for like a common fan who like doesn't have millions of dollars in their bank account to understand that like right. this is a necessary thing. Right. Because to them it's just like there's no baseball. Shut the fuck up and why, play. Why is there like you're you're not playing? I want to see yeah. you play. It's like, like I saw somebody guy. on Twitter today. Like Max Scherzer showed up to the meetings and they had to like make a comment about how he showed up to the meeting in a Porsche. They're like, oh, he's asking for more money, showing up to the meeting in a Porsche. It's like that's not the point of this. Yeah, the main their main thing is that they want first of all they want the minor leaguers to be taken care of. Yeah, which is so awful of a thing to ask for. God yeah. forbid we take care of our our athletes. And then another thing is, like, they want the minimum salary to be raised because there's um, – I mean, during the minimum salary is, like, 560000 but the average – not even close. The average um, MLB player length or life is, like, five years in the league. Yeah. So it's, like, after that, they have to get a job. So they're going to need money to – And they want the – they also want the service time – situation change to where like now when you get to the major leagues like you have to be on that team for the first like six years of your career yeah. like no matter what like you're locked in with them if they want you you have to be on the team and they want that ch- they want that lowered to where it's like not like did you say the arbitration is that what you said yeah like yeah, well, yeah. like speed up the arbitration to where right. like basically you have zero rights as an mlb player until you've been in the league for like three years exactly yeah and it's and it's hard whenever you have um you know, like these up and coming, like star prospects. You know, like when Tatis came up, or yeah, um, you know Shohei, or or even like the the ones of this year, like Alex Baum, the Joey Bart's, all those. It's like they they're they're putting asses in seats and they're playing well, but they can't renegotiate their contract or do anything at like all. that. So they, and they're screwed. So I mean, it's just it's it's common stuff that should be addressed. That the MLB's literally just been taking advantage of. Well, that's like why. That's also years. why you see the teams that are smart, like what the Braves did with Acuna and Ozzy uh-huh. Albies. They bought out like those guys, like rookie deals, and like, hey, we're gonna start paying you now. Like, we're gonna sign you to a long term deal, but we're gonna start paying you like next year instead of five years down the road. Right. Exactly. And that's and, then, and that's what they have to do to like make those guys happy. Yeah, and then you not only are paying the player, but you get them for like five or seven. Exactly. Years. Like you hang on to in the them prime of their career. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. But it's, like it's hard to tell a guy, especially the dudes that grinded it up through the minor leagues. Like if you grind up for five, six years in the minors, and you make it to MLB when you're twenty five, twenty six years old, and you're not going to be a free agent until you're damn near thirty, thirty one. Right. Like, where's your value after that? Exactly. Like nobody's going to sign you to unless you're like one of the best players in the league. Nobody's signing you to a long term deal when you're thirty one years old. Nope. Not gonna happen. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot going on with that, and it's it's looking more and more like I, I feel like we're gonna have baseball. It's just definitely not gonna start on time. Well, obviously, like at some point, this is why I'm on the player side because they they like they tried to give like a hard line. God, Hopkins, Hopkins is fucking kid. going off, man. They try like they're giving a hard line for Monday. Like if there's no deal by Monday, then. They're gonna have to postpone regular season games. All this, like all this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's already it's set for pl- March thirty first, but they're not gonna hit. And that. the players are like, "Well, you haven't even shown up to like do meetings like for the last two months. Like you haven't even like been at the table negotiating for the last two months. Now you're trying to say like, oh, there's this hard deadline. It's like why why weren't you concerned about this two months ago when the yeah. lockout started? Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, 
So at this point, I'm just like, like, as much as I would love to see baseball, fuck it, make their pockets hurt. Like, postpone the season until fucking the All-Star break in July and see how they like missing half a season's worth of revenue because they're trying to be greedy. Yeah, I, um... It's all, the player, it's like, the pie is, like, constantly expanding for how much money the league makes, and, like, the owners keep trying to take, like, bigger slivers of that pie every time. Yeah, well, that's why the, um, what what was it, the CBA, the collective bargaining or whatever, that's why, like, it has, what's it, it has a 10-year, like... I think, I think you. I think they usually do like five or six years. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. But like, before. but like every like ten or so years, there's like always a big fight, right? About exactly. it. Like usually, like there's like one or two times in the middle where they've renegotiated it with like no problem. Yeah, it's um yeah because the last lockout was like ninety six something like that nine nine ninety four. I'm not sure. That was the year. I know that, it was mid. That was the year that like, the Expos like were like the best team in the league. Yeah. And then, <laughs> And then they fucking locked out midway through the season. And they broke up after that. That was back when they had like Pedro, I think. Yeah, that was then. They had Pedro, like Vlad Guerrero, like the whole squad, the Bartolo Colon. God. And then they ended up having to like ship all those dudes out. Moises Alou was on that team. Yeah, then we got the damn Nationals. Yeah. Just what we need, another fucking team in Washington, D.C. that they can eventually <laughs> rename the Commanders. <laughs> So pissed the Nationals. It's a callback to the wolves. beginning of the episode. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> I'm always here for a good callback. <laughs> Our stand-up comedy uh, ventures are... I've been comedy. working on it. Uh, you know they do open mic nights on the Comedy Caravan on Wednesdays. Do they really? I do. I thought about it before. I have to. I actually have a notebook in my uh, phone of stand-up comedy, like... Oh God! I, bits and ideas. Like we'll start the okay. We're gonna start the bidding on. I was kind of hoping this would blow up so I could just segue so this just into fire. a stand-up career. <laughs> so just fire into that. Yeah, just 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 get an audience. We're gonna start the ready. bidding from our listeners at twenty dollars. That whoever bids the most gets to see the contents of Schmoll's joke folder. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh man. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if I've got too much more on here. You got anything you want to bring up? Well, we have anything else that we talked about beforehand that I forgot what at all. We covered Juwan Howard, uh, coaches I want to fight, <laughs> um, NFL XFL partnership, baseball. Well, we got we got NIL deals um, and some funny ones. Um, the only the only really notable ones that I've seen is that uh, the BYU sports program has said that. Any and all athletes uh, cannot sign any NIL deals with coffee companies. Because apparently as a Mormon, you are not allowed coffee. Jesus. Or any stimulant, I guess, or any non-natural. And and you're saying those are very peppy folk, too. Are you telling me that it's all natural pep? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Oh, man. Whichever deity they pray to is just full of charisma or something. I don't know. Well, that's, I mean, I'm assuming that's why. Can't have any of that sinful Diet Coke. <laughs> right. I'm assuming that's why, uh, that's why Jimmer phased out. He just, he couldn't have any. Yeah. All those dudes. Couldn't get any caffeine. You can't, in com- man. can't compete with all these dudes yeah, hopped you, up on coffee. Yeah, as you get older, you need caffeine. They talk about <laughs> coffee like it's PEDs in Utah. They're like all these damn athletes out here using coffee to yeah. hype themselves up. We can't fucking compete. A Starbucks is like trying to break ground in the middle of Utah, and there's just an army of Mormons yeah. outside picketing. Picket signs yeah. everywhere. Keep drugs out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh,. 
There was Matthew Coughlin. He was a uh, he's a football player from Michigan State, I believe. He he got paid by one of the uh, I guess like Michigan State's version of KSR. Yeah, like their Spartan podcast. And he's like, um, he's like, this is a paid tweet that everybody should go listen to this podcast. Uh, I haven't listened to it, but. You know, it, it probably can't suck. It, it can't suck. So, well, I got news for you, buddy. It can suck. We've it proved that. Yeah. <laughs> it can't suck. Oh, having said that, if there's any um, collegiate athletes that want an NIL deal with the Male Boys Podcast, um, we can we can talk. Um, I don't know how lucrative. If you're trying to expand your brand, I don't want to brag, but we we do have listeners in Turkey, Nigeria, like all over the globe. Yeah, this we're is a proven a, fact. We're a top can, 100 podcasts in Nigeria actually. in the sports category. In the yeah, sports category. Yep. So I'm, just cu- I'm curious as to what number 78 is. Who's who's ranked behind us? Fuck that! I want to know who's number one. <laughs> who's our competition? <laughs> oh man. But so yeah, uh, we can sign you on for short-term contract at first with renegotiation. Uh, we'll give you arbitration. And yeah. All, once we blow up and skyrocket, we'll we'll talk about some stuff. So yeah, if anybody wants to reach Our out, budget's a little short right now, yeah. but I mean we know. I mean we do even, have we do have t-shirts. Even a preferred walk-on man, like I, you got tuition to pay. One tweet in exchange for a t-shirt. That's the highest I've ever seen Oscar jump. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it's the headband. Yeah. <laughs> the headband, <laughs> headband elevates. Baby. Oh, man. All right, well, I think we're about at our limit. You want to talk about anything else before we hop off? Uh, I mean, besides fuck Duke's Mayo, no, I don't really have anything else. I mean, there's really no other way to sign off a podcast than to just remind everybody that if you eat Duke's Mayo, there's a very high chance that you will die sometime. If you have in the past, you may be entitled to financial compensation. But uh, Not by us, but just in general, by somebody else. Don't don't park a fart tree for that shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. It's a good night.